everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jones. On this episode, we debate why isn't backpacking considered a bona fide sport? It requires endurance, organized methods to achieve a goal, and in some aspects even holds a competitive nature to many. We dig into this and give our own perspectives on what we think. Get talking about this topic, join in on the discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and start the conversation. Come hang out with us and be part of our community. Yeah. So uh, talk about being an athlete. Uh, Athlete means a good diet mixed in with good nutrition. That makes sense, right? Which is why we partner with Aaron Owens Mayhew of Backcountry Foodie. The Backcountry Foodie can offer you meal plans for your next backpacking adventure that can meet your specific needs. After all, she is a registered dietitian and a avid backpacker herself. Both Aaron and Trust the Trail podcast understand how important nutrition is on the trail. Just go to www.backcountryfoodie.com and use the promo code Trust the Trail and get 20% off their membership services. Backcountry Foodie also offers our listeners who go on trips with us specific one-on-one meal planning as part of our adventure backpacking trips, which, by the way, could be, as you heard on the last podcast, Glacier National Park and or Yellowstone. What? Yeah, so stay tuned for that. Just go to backcountryfoodie.com, promo code Trust the Trail, and sign up for any of her membership services. So, <laughs> I, does anybody else love when Scott goes, what? <laughs> I wish we had a visual on your face as that's happening. I get excited. <laughs> no, you heard it. Uh, some some potentially exciting things are in store for uh, the remainder of 2021 calendar. Uh, so bear with us. We're trying to square it all away right now. I mean, we could put some trips together in 110 degree heat right now in you know Sedona, but we would all die. But uh, <laughs> it, so it wouldn't be fun. <laughs> it would not be fun. Um, and so we're thinking like the fall. Our wheelhouse really is winter, spring, and fall. That's usually. I mean, in the in the in the years I've been doing this anyway, and, and other people have different opinions, but. Um, that usually seems to be our wheelhouse where the trips are better. Uh, you know, you're not dying, you know, vultures aren't circling up over your head, waiting for you to keel over. Um, and, uh, it just seems to be a better situation. So yeah, uh, Yellowstone Glacier National Park looks like that's going to be a real possibility and cannot wait to share that, uh, with you guys. So very, very excited. And by the way, good to have you back, Miss Petrucci. <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> I feel as though we've been on this like incredibly long hiatus uh, in so many different realms and aspects. And it's not been intentional. It's just been uh, in, in true life. We're learning how to adapt to our constant, ever-changing surroundings. And that takes a little bit of time to figure out. And uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm here. We're here. We're always here. Yeah, we may be in my dad's house, but we are here. (laughs) It's the only place we've been able to find a quiet place to record the podcast. And we had to to kick him out to do it. 
But anyway, so we're talking about on on this podcast, uh, this is not a new subject by any stretch of the imagination, but this is something that kind of uh, really started triggering for us. And we wanted to kind of dive into how we feel about it, because I don't know if we've ever really acknowledged this exact topic. It's like, is backpacking a sport? And if it isn't, which we all know it isn't a qualified sport, why isn't it deemed a sport when it actually qualifies with so many of the different components for that? And then also equally, we're talking about sports, you talk about athletes and are backpackers athletes. And I think this is a really fun topic and we have quite a bit to say as usual. Um, so let's define sports, like what a default sport definition is first and foremost, because, you know, are we talking, is backpacking a sport and why is it not a sport? So backpacking obviously is not officially recognized sport. We all know this, but should it be? Sports are generally defined by an athletic type of activity, right? Well, that's backpacking. It feels like it should be. But it also, sports also offer some element of competition and a set of rules. And to talk about rules and backpacking, that would be a whole podcast topic altogether. Well, there kind of is rules, though, with backpacking. There, there are as, rules. Right? Trail etiquette. Yes. But now you're talking about the rules morph and change uh, depending on your terrain, where you go, what types of areas you work the rules are ever changing and that's not typical for a sport well yeah i don't well yeah no it actually is very typical of a sport of a sport <laughs> the I referee mean, gets to choose <laughs> no the, the i mean deem- how many how many rules have changed in the nfl Okay, you know, like, true. you know, like uh, you used to be able to just, you know, rip somebody's head off. Now it's actually illegal to rip somebody's <laughs> head off. Um, you know, baseball's ever changing, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I do think rules are ever changing in sports. Uh, and I, I, quite frankly, I think one of the consistent things about backpacking as far as I would say unwritten rules, um, they have to be unwritten because no one's there to enforce them, <laughs> which could make it interesting if backpacking was deemed a sport. You could have a referee on the trail, you know, five-yard penalty for, like, leaving a piece of garbage on the trail. Like, you'd have to go back five miles and hike it again. You know, you'd have to, you know, like, there'd be, a, like, a leave-no-trace referee throwing a flag. You know, penalty, five miles back. You know, they'd have a little intercom where the, everybody on the trail would hear it, you know. You know, penalty, five-yard penalty for leaving a wrapper on the trail. That is five yards. Or for walking past trash and not yeah, picking it up. Right. But, so, but, right. but who deems those rules then? So, like, we're going to talk about that, uh, but we're kind of talking about it now. It's like, what if there was a set of rules for backpacking, what would it look like? And who gets to dictate those rules? And what would the referee wear? Would he wear stripes? Would it be the, would it, it'd be like a ranger outfit, I would think. You know, with a ranger hat on and a whistle with a bunch of red flags on them. Well, the, the whistle would actually, the whistle would actually go against one of those set rules, I would think, because now you have just disturbed wildlife and disturbed everybody's peace. Oh, yeah, that's true. It would have to be more of a quiet uh, penalty flag. So there's there's a lot of components. So if backpacking was deemed with a set of rules, 
that would get very, very interesting. Oh, no. Here's a better quickly. way. So if you break a rule, right, in sports and there's a referee on the trail, he takes your photograph and he posts it on social media. Ooh, that's a bad. That would be a penalty. That'd be a worse penalty. That like that would be the worst penalty. If your photograph gets taken by a referee and he. Of course, he'd have to have cell service. So, yeah, we're still thinking the referee sport thing with backpacking out. But we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> so, so, okay, so that's the, the whole set of rules that dictate, you know, what if backpacking were to be deemed a sport. That's a whole complicated uh, conversation right there. But um, so sports are also defined as an athletic competition. Now, we're going to get talking about that later after we kind of go into you know, what it is that we go through as backpackers and, and how we are deemed athletes versus not deemed athletes. Um, but but it does, so backpacking does require athleticism. And like, it, it does require, you know, it, <laughs> coordination, one of them. But it does not, it, it just doesn't have the set of defined rules, even though it does, but it doesn't, it's not an organized defined rule paired with competition and i think that's why backpacking has never made it into the official sport realm for the most part and it because because it it's if if it was it would be considered a race and it, if it was a race it wouldn't be considered hiking and it wouldn't be considered backpacking so you're kind of in this ever you know evol evolution of this like well, if it was deemed this, then it wouldn't be this. And then would it really be backpacking anymore? No, because see, then it morphs into trail running, which is a sport. It is a sport. So right. then then you're really getting into, okay, I'm not, am I backpacking or am I trail running? So, I mean, you'd have to ask, you know, people like, you know, Skirka and, and uh, Jennifer Farr and uh, Jennifer Farr Davis. And, you know, people that have trail ran the Appalachian Trail as a sport to break a record now so now that's, that's the big thing so you're breaking a record that now that is a sanctioned bona fide record that's marked as a record fastest person who has and then so is is that now a sport so technically one could say if i trail run the entire appalachian trail and i backpack with a backpack on Right, even yep. if it's a day pack, yep. is backpacking now a sport morphed into breaking a record? Fastest person to hike the Appalachian Trail, youngest person to hike the Appalachian Trail, oldest person to hike the Appalachian Trail. Oh, those are all records. So that's a and technically that's competitive. it is a, yeah. To be to me, technically it's a sport. See, that's where that's where the lines are so muddled because you do have competitive aspects layered in there. Not for all, but for many, you do have the competitive nature. You do have rules. Now well, you have unwritten rules and the unwritten rules are kind of like sanctioned by the trail community who polices itself now, but you don't have like the organization of it being officially recognized within those two components to merge into one but idea you, you kind of do because they're like if you take the appalachian trail conservancy they're an organization who keeps records on the trail so it there is an organization so to speak that 
modifies those records and 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 uh, you know puts them in history. So I, I think it is a sport. In fact, I'm calling Wheaties right after this podcast <laughs> because I'd like to see a freaking backpacker on the Wheaties box saying I, I did it. I know, right? Yeah. Do, do they still do they still put people's images? I don't on know. The box? I, I don't know. Wheaties may that have might been, be outdated. Wheaties may have been canceled by now. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Okay. So is it fair to say? Is it fair to say that? A hiker is a true athlete, like a backpacker is a true athlete, but not technically a sportsman. Would it be fair to say that backpacking involves endurance and a lot of athleticism, but it's not an official sport? Now, whether you think it's a sport versus an official sport, would it be fair to say that? Well, here, here's no, it would not be fair. I mean, some of it's fair, some of it's not fair. So, you know, I think it is a sport, and I do think to some aspect, backpackers are athletes. So let's take let's take cross country skiing in the Olympics. They, I mean, it's like in the Winter Olympics, they they pretty much start like in the beginning of the. You know the Olympics, and then they like the end at the end of the Olympics. Well, those guys are cross country skiing almost the whole time. I mean, they're they're cross country skiing miles, right? Right. And so, and of course, then you've got skeet shooting, which is kind of you know weird. You know, you kind of ski a little and then shoot something. But you know, <laughs> yeah, why I'm not really. That, I'm why not, is that a sport? I mean, why is that a sport? Um, but but. Um, but cross-country skiing is definitely an athletic sport in the Olympics. So if you took that same that same um, concept and instead you did, let, let's say, you know, 350 miles, which could definitely be done in two weeks, right? Um, and you put a backpack on and you put 10 people that qualified as very fast backpackers, minimum requirement, they had to carry food, water, at least 25 pounds and did that, would that be considered a sport in my eyes? Absolutely. It would, especially if you're on the Appalachian trail or, you know, you're, you know, uh, even you're doing the Sierras in the, in the, in, uh, on the Pacific crest trail. Yeah. That's a sport. And I would love to see that. It's that's where you get back into that whole gray definition of defining rules of what that would look like. And then is that really a race rather than backpacking? And so we're talking about backpacking being a sport versus creation of a sport out of backpacking. There's Those are two diff- different conversations. Yeah, but I think it... it so well, it's I the think, same conversation, but two different ideas. Well, I think it. it is now. I mean, if you're right now, on for regular backpackers, if you're keeping records, which is one of the things that I think, you know, sometimes hurts long distance hiking specifically Appalachian Trail because it's you know it's it's the it's 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 the famous one it's the oldest one um and you know people always want to break records but I think if you're keeping records for a specific trail and you're documenting fastest oldest youngest um and you're keeping those records you are very close to making that a sport. Uh, and, and the only difference is, and I think, you know, 
I think we talked about it. The only difference is that it you you would have to have a set of rules. So how far is that from that that not being uh, a sport now? So the what are the rules? Well, it would be easy. You you have to. It would include camping. Now, how long you camp? That's up to you. You want to camp uh, and sleep for three hours and get back on the trail? Boom. That that's that's your decision. People make that decision now on the trail. You know, like where you stay, um, what kind of food you eat, what kind of gear you have. That's those are all decisions being made right now. So, what would really be the difference? I don't think it would be a difference at all. I think the you know you'd have to have like checkpoints. Um, you may have. You know, again, I would love to have a referee on there. <laughs> well, so, you know, so you're talking about long distance what, running if, if technically, a, but with the requirement to sleep outdoors. Yeah, but if you want to trail run right now, like right now, if you go backpacking and you're carrying, you know, 25 pounds of gear and you're on a flat part of the Appalachian Trail and, you know, or, or the Pacific Crest Trail and, and you feel like trail running or jogging, you can do that. So now are you participating in a sport? No, you know, not technically, but um, I, I don't really see that much of a difference between um, what people are doing now. And, the, and you know, you talk about, well, it's not competitive. Well, I disagree. It is competitive. You're competing against yourself. And isn't that what sports is? You know, yes, you are part of a team. But in reality, in some cases, some cases not. In in some cases, not. You are competing against yourself. Most uh, Olympic sports, you're competing against yourself. You know whether you you broke a record last year, and now you want to come back to see if you can break your own record. You're competing against yourself. So yeah, I, I really do feel that backpacking is is a. I I think it is a sport. I think it could be uh, sanctioned a bona fide athletic sport, um, and I think. The rules of the game are, are the rules of of what that spirited competition would be wouldn't really be that much different than it is now. I'd love to hear comments on that. Like, I mean, I, I think it already is a sport. I mean, especially when you think of nutrition and diet and, you know, what you, when you're burning six. Name, here's the thing. I you could run a marathon, right? You, you run a marathon. Yeah. That's a sport. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a big sport. Right? It's a huge sport. Right. And so you're you're running for, you know, you're running 24 miles in a day. Well, look how much people prepare for that. Oh, I know. Right. I oh, know. I got to eat right. I'm doing the marathon. You know, you got water people out all over the place handing you water. Right. Yeah. Why aren't they out on the trail like that? Handing <laughs> us water. Yeah, really. But, but when you look at that and you look at the prep time, um, I think they're, they're running for one day and a half, 24 miles. For me, it'd be like seven days. But you're running 24 miles. Well, now all of a sudden you're backpacking. You're doing 12 miles, 15 miles, 20 miles a day every day. Particularly for long distance every backpacking day. when you're talking about long distance. And you're not hiking in an urban street where there's water uh, places all over the place. And, you know, people handing you water. You know, in some areas, you're lucky if you find water. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm so, on that right now because i'm out west but you know like <laughs> and we're kind of in a drought <laughs> we're in a drought but you know the thing is is that you know 15 to 20 miles a day isn't really that unheard of once you really get going um on a long distance trail 
and you're doing that every single day, you're burning 6,000 calories a day, food becomes extremely important, nutrition becomes extremely important, um, are you an athlete at that moment? At yes. the moment you're doing 20 miles a day, yes. burning that much every Absolutely. day, are you, at you? yes, I, yes. you are yes. an athlete. So let's talk. And probably in better shape than most marathon runners. Well, let's talk a little bit about what your body goes through, particularly let's just address like your long distance backpacking, right? Because that's really where your body is going through a more... Uh, something very equivalent to what an athlete uh, would, what their body, I should say, a recognized athlete would be going through their body, whether it's a cyclist or a long distance runner or anything like that. So, I mean, you, you, you uh, your, your body alone is going through some extreme, extreme uh, athleticism and, re- you know, requirements to keep up with the amount that you're doing. So, And then like this, this backpacking itself combines endurance, right? It combines weight bearing aspects. Like you are constantly like loading up and down this pack. You're, you, you have weight bearing aspects to it. And overall it's a lower injury rate than maybe some of your more aggressive sports out there. But on average, you are as a hike, just hiking, take hiking alone. You're, you're burning um, over 500 calories an hour, right? Uh, by doing this. So you're looking at over 5,000 calories burning, uh, per, per hiking day. And in some cases, even more than that. And that is just like your active hiking. That doesn't even take into account anything that you're burning when you're in your resting metabolism state. Um, so, and then if you take the elevation, so uneven terrain, what your ankles are going through, what your your body is doing, the more aggression you have to actually get up and down and the more rhythmic motions that all these different components in your body are taking, you've increased that by 28%. And you're fighting injury. And you got to push through injury. And in, in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, your body is going through this like intensity of what is equivalent with like a recognized athlete in the sports that we're talking about. Well, and I, you know, I'm thinking like people that are doing like triathlons, you know, like, Hey, I did a, I did a triathlon, you know, like the t-shirt. I did a triathlon. And I would say like, good for you. I hiked the Appalachian trail, (laughs) pulled my beer. You know, I mean, (laughs) it's like, you know, I get it. It's an you know, it's it's uh, an endurance sport, you know, triathlon, marathon running, uh, you know, cross-country skiing. It's an endurance sport. So is backpacking. Um, and the, I think, you know, the, you know, the biggest difference, I think this is why backpacking is not a sport. I think this is why it's not a sport. I have my own thought on that. Well, here's my thought. is because if you're in a triathlon, right, and you know how they have rest stations, you know, you can sit down and rest for a few minutes, you know. Right. See, Ball your eyes out. You know, similar on the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, but on the Appalachian Trail, <laughs> our rest areas are usually a bar with beer and pizza. Okay. And that, that, could be, that could be one of the reasons why that backpacking is <laughs> like getting... we get off the trail and we do like seven days of, you know, 
of hard ass backpacking 20 miles a day we get into town i mean i don't think we're going to rustalia i think we're going to go to the pub and get pizza and beer i think that is why that, that it could is not the prime be reason why we are not deemed a, a sport <laughs> could be sport. i was gonna say because well i actually like your idea better but i was gonna say something along the lines of like you know as backpackers people i i would say uh uh, you know, maybe a recognized athlete may may look at us as like we we just go out there to like sleep at night or we are out there frolicking to be one with nature. But I like your uh, concept a lot better. Well, plus plus two. It, I think it's like the post uh, game. Like, you know, you, when you see the athlete coming back from triathlon, right? They get in front of the press and they're like, oh, man, I like, what were you thinking when you're blah, 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 you know? And, you know, for the backpacker. We first of all, we couldn't go into the press room. We would stink so badly, and it would be like, "What were you thinking well, when you came stink. across?" Well, yeah, but you, but they never talk about that. So, but we, but we we do stink. I mean, like they're wearing clothes for like uh, a couple of days. We're in clothes for like five months. It's a different kind of stink. And, you know, we you know what would what would the press ask us? You know, like what were you thinking when you were going through the hundred mile wilderness? And uh, it seemed like you were kind of limping on your leg. I uh, was just thinking about finishing. <laughs> you know, I mean, it'd be a pretty boring press conference. I saw that you were, uh, you know, you were sleeping in that tent down there. What were you thinking about? Uh, I was kind of tired. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, and we all look homeless by the time we're done hiking the trail. So, you well, know, when you see okay, these professional so athletes, they're all like all clean shaven. And, you know, well, there's you, the prime difference, perhaps. Or maybe one of the many prime differences is, is that we are out there for a longer period of time to achieve a similar result that they can achieve in a shorter duration of time. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like backpackers are so much more badass. Oh, for you know sure. what I mean? I mean, that's the well, thing. That's why I don't know. I oh, I, I absolutely do. Okay, I so mean, here's the, here's an interesting concept. We've taken out a lot of marathon runners, and what is the first thing they say? Oh my gosh, it changes the game when I put weight on my back. Oh, I so don't many. Know what I'm doing. I, I can't even tell you how many times. And, it, and flip that. Trail runners us. look at me, and when we take them out backpacking, they're like, "Oh, I'm a trail runner, or I'm a marathon runner." I, I got this. I got this, and and after that, they're like, "Oh my god, that trail kicked my ass." Well, I mean, I would oh, be doing I the almost, same would thing. Would you say almost a hundred percent of the people we've taken? I, I mean, pretty close. Yeah, well, it's an unexpected element, right? So, so there's yet another like uh, rule in there is maybe you do have, like you said, you have to have X component of pounds on your back, right? Well, I to think be the, able to be dictated uh, at like an officialized. Well, if backpacking was a sport, it would have to. I think the the, the look at. I don't even think the the rules would be any different. It would have to be like you know uh, to be to be qualified as backpacking. You'd have to carry. Now this is eating, sleeping. Hiking the trail just like a normal backpacker would, right? So you'd have to have a shelter. You'd have to have water. You'd have to have food. So. I mean, even if you were doing a long distance hike, let's say, let's say, let's say if it was a sport, let's say 400 miles. Okay. 400 miles as a sport or whatever. Like what's the Olympics? Like two weeks. So whatever, how, what do you can do 20 miles a day in, in two weeks? So you'd have to have at least a base weight of 15 pounds, you know, and then that, that would have to be a, a minimum required base weight to be considered at backpacking 
And that that would be the only rule I see, you know, to 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 to, to standardize what that definition of the backpacking sport would be defined as any any backpack that you are carrying 15 pounds or more and you are spending the night or multiple nights in in the wilderness and I, and then you know yeah i think backpacking could be a sport i really do okay so there's and it should be in the olympics <laughs> so there's there, well okay I, there's so much to say you just had like triggered three different like concept ideas that i was like i have running through my head now i don't know about the olympics but i guess if everything else is included and then you have like disc throwing as a random thing you might as well throw back while you're backpacking (laughs) no 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 okay (laughs) you're going off left field (laughs) but so okay so backpackers backpackers are athletic they are athletes and they are going through similar things in their body, exact equivalent, if not even over a longer duration of time, to the incredible feat that everybody else is going through. Your long distance runners, your cyclists, your cross country skiers, all of the above were exactly the same in that uh, rule requirement, I guess, in terms of what it takes to do that type of quote unquote sport. Yeah, and, and, and every single sport that you that you ever hear professional athletes say, what what is the one thing they all have in common? And they all say it's a mental game. I have to mentally prepare. I mentally, you know, do this or do that. And so yeah, I think backpacking is even more mental. Um, I think you can train and and like all athletes do, you, you train for an endurance sport. Um, but the, at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be mental. It's going to be pushing through pain. It's going to be pushing through the, the elements, you know, mother nature, which is even more reason why it should be a sport. You know, these women, I want to say something. These, <laughs> these pansies out there that do these marathons in 72 degree weather and it's sunny and it's nice. And yeah, you get extreme heat. No doubt about it. You get cold and, and you know, like the, some of the marathons in Chicago, New York, you get really hot. Absolutely. You don't got a billion people giving you water. But when you're backpacking, man, you, you could have anything. Snow, ice, you know, fog, you know. I mean, it, it wouldn't even have to be fake. It, they, they wouldn't even have to, you know, like throw obstacles at your way. <laughs> you, know, it, you know, you talk about an obstacle course. Well, you have to be, you have to make an obstacle course. Go backpacking on, on the AT. You got snakes, bear. <laughs> You got how many times do you have to do you walk through a spider web in the summertime? You know, uh, a, a hail. You you have everything. It, it's like a it's just a natural obstacle course, um, and that's another reason why it should be a sport. <laughs> I, I'm sure all of these. Uh you know, deemed athletes are going, oh, you pansy yourself. (laughs) You just backpack. You have it so easy. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But okay. So I, so I'm I'm sure like the bobsledder right now is thinking, yeah, let me put you in a bobsled and go 180 miles an hour on ice. Let me see see how how you you think. Let me see how you handle that. You'll pee in your pants so quick. (laughs) But it's relative to everybody. Right. So we're talking about like, why isn't it considered a bona fide sport? And I think we're kind of digging into that. So here's, here is my concern. This is why I wouldn't want it to be a sport. 
Okay, this is why I like it not being a recognized sport. So we already have the element of competitive, like humans just naturally find a way to find everything a competition, whether you're talking about what's the lightest pack, you're talking about ultra lightweight on an insane level where you're talking about not only shaving ounces, but like you are going like deep, deep, deep into like how you can just minuscule and do without and, oh, I don't need that because, you know, I I can do without, I can do without, I can do without. So really, if it were to be a sport, that whole element of ultra lightweight insanity that's already out there would go to an extreme level. But here's why I don't want to be- Isn't it at an extreme level now, Yes, it is. It is. It is. But here's why I would be concerned about it. By creating it into a sport, does it take, and I don't want to say take the enjoyment out of it, right? But would it maintain its same element of why some people, not all people, but some people, not the people that are out there to create the records, but some people just enjoy it as a getaway or uh, you know, a, a, an individual accomplishment or something for themselves to like learn? Would it take away all of those elements if it would be nationally recognized as a legitimate bona fide sport? Does it take away some of those elements that draw us to it? No. Why? Well, because people play sports all the time. I mean, I mean you know, I played baseball for forever I was never going to get recruited by the Cubs I mean it's like you have your you have your athletes that want to um, they want to meet the highest level of their own competitiveness so they want to meet that challenge for them to push the boundaries to see if they can go all the way but then you currently have with backpacking no I, I get that but but if you're talking about uh, making backpacking a sport, I think you've got your sport, and then I think you have everybody else, just like we have in all sports right now, right? So, um, but but my argument would be is that it, I think it's already like that on the trail. Like I, I think when you go backpacking specifically on the Appalachian Trail, what what's the first thing, Pete? When you, when you run into a stranger, what's the first what's the first thing they ask you? Like, hey man, uh, how much you carry? Uh, where are you going to stay? I mean, there, it's already competitive. Like how many miles did you do today? I mean, I think it's already, I think it's already competitive on the, on the, on the trail. Like, you know, when you talk to other through hikers, you're like, Oh, like you through hike. Yeah. How long did it take you? I mean, that's the first question they ask. Right. So we, we naturally, as humans, we naturally take it to a competitive level because that's just who we are. And, and that's, that's how we're why wired. we need to put a backpacker on the Wheaties box. <laughs> take so, it to the next level. I mean, let's make these backpacks. We, we need, you know, we need, uh, you know, uh, I'd love, I would love to see backpacking because I think it already is. And I don't think it would hurt the industry at all um i mean we have so many people on the trail already we have so many people that are out there um you know backpacking for the first time to take a few um elite athletes regular people in my opinion to that are already athletes to go out there and and you know like hey man let's uh you know, you talk about your lightweight gear all the time. You talk about how, you know, how much, you know, you know about backpacking. Let's let's put you out with uh, 20 other people, do 400 miles 
and um, you know put you on the Wheaties box. Get a sponsor. Get on. You know, do something. I think it would be kind of cool to to see that. To see where that. To see that what we're like because I think we're there already. I mean, I I I really feel like backpacking should have been a sport a long time ago. Now, if backpacking were to be a recognized bona fide sport, then would there be a only one way or a right way versus a wrong way to do it? And in that the beauty of what we already have out there is that there's not one way to backpack. There's not one way. Are you sure? Some of these Facebook groups, I don't know. But what I'm saying is, is that people assume that there's the one way or the right way because it's their way. But what I love about backpacking is there's not a one or a right way of doing it. There's your way. There's a way that you're comfortable doing it to gain exactly what is it that you need out of that experience or what you're seeking out of it. At the end of the day, it is in its rawest form. It's walking, it's eating and sleeping in the wilderness. And if it were to become a sport, would that aspect of it go away. And that's why I wouldn't, I don't ever want to see it become a sport. Now I think it should be recognized in its athleticism. And I do think that long distance backpackers and backpackers should be considered athletes in its truest form, but I never want to see it be a sport. And that's why, because I don't want there to become a one way of, of looking at backpacking, something that I have a passion for, something that I love, something that is stripped away from me because now it has a set of rules. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I guess my only argument or my debate would be, I think it's I think we're already there. I mean, like, let, let's face it. I mean, would but you, you call... But you still have the ability to choose not to recognize their their concepts of what it should be because well, there's the thing no that, real yeah but the thing that would balance that out is that there's like a hundred million gear companies out there telling you that their gear is the right way so i still think there's a lot of room to you know i think you have your you know your your weekenders you have people that enjoy nature you have people that want the camping experience you have people that want to go out in the wilderness to test themselves uh, to build self-esteem, to build self-confidence, which I definitely think backpacking does. Um, and, you know, you've got you, you that is that makes up a large portion of our outdoor enthusiast population that loves nature, that loves backpacking. But then, you know, you have people that are, or that are out there already that are breaking records, that are running the AT, that are saying, well, I'm going to be the oldest guy to do it. I'm going to be the youngest person to do it. They're forced turning it into a sport. Yeah, I think we're already there. So what I I guess what I'm saying is that if we're going to go there, right, then, you know, let's, I mean, it might as well be a sanctioned sport and, you know, um, then you, but see, then you and know get a you, medal for it, and get a, <laughs> and get a medal for it, right? But see, then you could have like you I could, don't want medals. I don't no, collect medals. Yeah, but look at you could section it off like you could put it like age categories. Like you could have the, the senior citizen backpacking, you know, competition, and then you could have you know what I mean. You could, I don't know you if could, you've been watching the news lately, but that's not going to work. <laughs> you could, you could, you could all section it off. So, um, okay, so okay. <laughs> That clearly uh, deviates from the way our world is spinning. But, okay, so let's let's break it down. The bottom line is, is that backpacking, backpacking does already qualify 
in all the aspects of what is deemed a sport. It You need physical skill. You have a team dynamic in some cases. Okay, so now like you have to goal, you have goals. Now, and you may you may be out there by yourself solo you backpacking. You have records. You have records, but you have some kind of organizational aspect that you have. You have rules or let's say call them guidelines right now. And then you have the competitive nature. So if you if you pull all of those things together, you now officially are are qualified for every possible idea that it would need to qualify as a sport. Yeah, and you have natural so, obstacles. Like every sport has a natural right, right, obstacle. Right. And, you know, in my opinion, if you can outrun a grizzly bear on the trail, it should be a damn sport. That's <laughs> so what anyway. I, that's what I so, think. Which, which, I mean, are you are you kidding me for like make TV? You know, like, <laughs> wow, look at Johnny Go, man. He is really outrunning that grizzly bear. You know, what do you think, Keith? Well, you know, he is really running fast, but that grizzly bear is catching up. So when we break for commercial, you know, I think, I think, I think that would be awesome. I mean, you know, we don't, I mean, that would be bad, you know, but it, it look how close we are to that being a sport. And we're very, very close, but like, where is that? Who's going to push it over the edge to qualify it as a, as a recognized sport? When is that going to happen? Uh, I'm scared for it to happen. I don't want it to happen. But I also, at the same time, understand your argument that we're already there, even though we're not, like, we're not fully recognized as being there. We as humans are taking it to that level to try and push it over the edge. Uh, So I'm interested to hear what you guys think, because uh, this is this is a huge topic. Yes, backpackers are athletic. Or I should say we are athletes. Uh, we are in some kind of sports idea. But I would hate to see Scott's up for it being a sport. I would hate to see it develop into a bona fide sport uh, for so many reasons. As in, I don't want. I already allow the rules and the guidelines to be dictated because I have a passion to protect that. But I I wouldn't want it to become the rules and the guidelines for the sheer fact that I'm not a competitive individual in that. And I wouldn't want that aspect to be dictated for me in a right or wrong way to do it. Well, I I would like to see Leave No Trace um, be the referees of the sport. They could get out of their Subaru, actually hike a trail. No, here's the problem. And actually, you know, throw a red flag if you litter and you have to go back five miles. Now here's, the little Subaru drives you back to the trailhead. Here's the you problem. You got to get out with, and rehike your five miles. That's a five mile penalty. Here is the problem with leave no trace uh, being the referees. When the answers get hard for them to answer, they just revert back to the original statement of the principal. And you're like, well, no, no, no. I have a legitimate concern and question here and like oh well let's just go with this answer so that's the problem is because they are guidelines they are principles they are morals but they're not rules there's no there's there's always an x component that will mess up that and and really at the end of the day well you do the best you can that, that would not qualify for a rule yeah or what would be worse is that if you get you know, the hundreds of people that have different opinions on what or how you should go backpacking. 
that, have them referee. The whole problem. Have them referee. <laughs> <laughs> people would be throwing flags. Okay, so people if, would be throwing flags left and right. Nobody would be knowing what to do. Probably be some fights on the trail. I don't know, but I know, it sounds like a sport to me. <laughs> that sounds like a, that sounds like a better sport. Just have regular people from some of the Facebook groups just tell you how, uh, what are you doing? What? What what kind of ten is that? That's not you know you can go two pounds lighter penalty. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you it will never, it will never uh, be in its rawest form for me if it were to make it into a bona fide sport, and that is hands down how I feel. Uh, case closed. Where would be the where would be the see that we have so many trails? I mean to do like a a two week backpacking, fourteen days out on the wilderness. How many people could do it fastest um, while camping, while eating? Why does eating? it need to be fastest? Then that's then we're taking it into a whole different... Then you've just like dictated where that sport is headed. Well, well, or we could just... Or they could do it on Kodiak Island. If you just even make it out, you're a winner. <laughs> You know, so we want to know the Bob what you Marshall Wilderness or any <laughs> any place. There's a lot of wildlife. If you make it out, you're you you could win. You could be the winner. Could be last last person standing. I mean, I don't know. And I I think we're already there. I th- I think it would be kind of cool to see that. Um, I think people are already doing it on the Appalachian Trail now. I mean, uh, people seem to be more obsessed about records these days than actually hiking the trail. And so as long as everyone's going to be obsessed about lightweight gear, how fast you can go, how young you can be, how old you can be, um, you know, you have you, you already have uh, breweries sponsoring Appalachian Trail through hikers. Uh, as long as you're going to go there, might as well make it a sport. And... Uh, you know, and do it and, and do it that way. So anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, you can always go to trustthetrailpodcast.com if you want to support the show. We still have our merch link up there. T-shirts, coffee cups, hoodies, a lot of summer gear out there. We should have a new T-shirt that says, I'm, a th- I'm an athlete, damn it. I'm a backpacker. Something like that. Something about backpacking and being an athlete. Shout outs to our lovely and amazing Facebook members and, of course, our patrons who help support the podcast. We really appreciate you guys. Angela Salas, Kim Caverman, Brother Bear, Jill Lang, EJ Newell, Becky, Helene, Ted Jones, Bob, Jeff Nyman, Danny Bowen, Jack Masters, Amy Tappendorf, Lisa Pruitt, Mike Pellet, Brad Wolf, Suzanne Johnson, Gary Busia, John Phillips, Shirley Nutt, Rick Hornick, Jessica Wolfen, Ethan Corona, Jordan Lankrek, Susan Adams, Jill Ryder, Kevin Frost, and Reverend Gina Purcell. Thank you guys so much. If you don't know what Patreon is, of course, it's a secure platform that lets you support your favorite content creators. All you have to do is create an account and go to Trust the Trail Podcast, and as little as $2 a month, get special benefits for exclusive content, which is always an early release. Our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the big ones. Uh, we now have Trust the Trail Club on the Clubhouse app, so if you'd like to join the Clubhouse app and uh, join in on different trail uh, conversations. Uh, let me know. I will send you a personal invite to that. Is Right now that app is invite only. Uh, we're also on Instagram and on our Trust Trail Facebook page. So remember, whether you are just out for a weekend stroll 
<laughs> or you're trying to break records of epic proportions <laughs> as an athlete, as a backpacker, the trail in the end gives you everything you're ever going to need. So trust the trail, you guys. Bye. Bye.